How about that, guys? Our first win against Toronto since February of 2017. We didn't even know each other back then. We this did not. True. We it's didn't true. meet until the following year. Um, that is it. That's the final. 118-95. The Bulls end up winning it handily. Thanks for watching the fourth quarter with us. This is the Fresh Fit 4. We are the Bulls Outcast. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. And that is John. Uh, just a reminder, as always, tips are welcome and appreciated. Or if you want to hop on and give your thoughts about tonight's game or anything else on your mind about the Bulls, hit that hot mic button. And for a small donation to us, the hosts, you can join the broadcast with us. All right, guys, uh, let's start with obviously the biggest story from tonight's game. After two pretty lethargic losses out of the All-Star break to two shorthanded teams, good teams, but shorthanded teams, Billy Donovan decides to mix things up benching two of the young starters, Kobe White and Wendell Carter Jr., and inserting in their places Tomas Sadoransky and Thaddeus Young. Bulls had a pretty solid first quarter, and they pretty much had control of this game from start to finish, I would say. You know, they had to have uh, a little comeback after the Raptors reeled off a 9-0 run somewhere late third, late first, early second quarter, if I recall. But this is a game that you should have won handily, and you did. Uh, John, I'll start with you. What did you think about Billy Donovan's big lineup shift tonight? Okay. Thank you for asking. When I saw it as a news break, I was like, did not expect literally anything. I really didn't. I was like, because I was like, Sato's fine. That has been good, but we've seen it only against second units, but he hasn't been like a world beater. He'll get like, you know, 11, 8, and 7, which is great, but like not. Mm -hmm. This was unbelievable. The balance, the score, it made sense. Kobe made sense. Wendell made sense. And it's a team that actually made sense to me. And we had such variety of ways to score that I had not seen. It felt like we had too many cooks in that old starting lineup. And now we have some sous chefs in there. And then you come off the bench. Patrick Williams thrived. Lori, Lowry made sense. It was, I just, I can't believe it took this long to do it now. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. It's and, one and, game, but I, I loved it. And it, and it is one game against a very depleted Ro uh, Raptors but it's roster. Nick Nurse. Um, you know, Nick Nurse is pretty good uh, as far as coaches across the league yeah. making, uh, you know, game-to-game -game adjustments with his lineup. But, you know, no Van Vliet, no OG Ananobi, and, and no Siakam. So, like, perspective there. But Big Dave, you know, you and I have been kind of on opposite sides of the fence with the whole Kobe White starting, not starting. And you have always kind of said, like, if there's something better than Kobe, then I'm cool with you, you know, putting Kobe back in that role of sixth man spark plug scorer off the bench. But you have not thought that Sato is a better player, thus a better option. Mm -hmm. What did you think about the Bulls' start to the first quarter? And what did you think about Sato's game tonight? Oh, he was awesome tonight. He was great. If Sato's going to give me 10 plus points a game, then I'm cool. Uh, that's just not something I think he can do consistently, which is, you know, my, my whole issue with it. I know, I know he can facilitate, you know, we know he can get guys open. We saw that tonight. Like, like you said, the freedom that the starting lineup had guys cutting, you know, making their way to the basket. Lowry, who we talked about, one of his great things is cutting and finding his way to the basket. Uh, the chemistry he has with Zach Levine, obviously the chemistry he has with uh, Thad Young was on full display. Yeah, that's I know he can do that, and I know he can rebound because he's six seven. But at certain points in time, I'm going to need him to score. 
because that's going to be important when teams are, you know, crowding Zach and other guys. Like, can you hit that open three? Now, he did it tonight. Like, 10 points, six rebounds, seven assists. Yay. Awesome. Like, yes, we're going to do that. I am with it. But, man, I just want to see if it can be consistent. That's not the side I'm used to. The side I'm right. used to, I'm like, yeah, he, he'll hit that, and then he'll he'll disappear. I don't want to call him Otto Porter Jr., but it kind of it was it's kind of on that level where he'll hit that peak and then he'll kind of just chill out, you know, and smooth out. I don't want that to happen because you know I, I'm this is my team. <laughs> I want them to succeed and I want them to be good. But yeah, as far as Kobe, I mean, yeah, man, like I've said it a million times. Like I know we know his, what he can't do, and I have no problem with him coming off the bench at all. It was just yeah. the argument was completely about Sato being the guy. Uh, instead of another point guard. But if Sato is going to give me this every single night, awesome. Absolutely. And shout out to Billy Donovan for not being beholden to anything and just go ahead and giving everybody what they want. It's awesome. Yeah. And, and, you know, John, Kobe did have a solid game in his first uh, non-starting game since March 8th of last year. He had 13 points. Not a great shooting night. I think, yeah, he was only two of eight from downtown, five of 12 overall. But 13 points, five assists, and four rebounds off the bench. He and Wendell both just looked confident mm-hmm. and decisive. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if it was maybe taking advantage of a shorthanded Raptors team or like, hey, we are, we, we believe that we are starting caliber players. We've been starting all season so far. Maybe there's an extra boost of confidence where you're like, okay, I'm going to come in late first quarter and we can run our stuff against the reserves of our opponents and feel pretty darn confident about that. And, John, you saw like right off the bat, Kobe and Wendell had a little great two-man game where Kobe mm-hmm. found him as Wendell was going to the rim and he had first, a lay-in. The first um, one. Uh, oh, you know, Wendell got a kickout pass where Wendell was behind three-point line, had a pump fake, took a step in, confidently took and knocked down a mid-range. What did you think about Kobe and, and Wendell's response to getting benched tonight, John? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. I think we overvalue starter. We think starter means better. And it does not mean that way. Hmm. It, that's not hmm. what it means. Like, talent is talent. Closing is what you want to do. I grew up watching Jason Terry. Like, he was our second best player for 10 years, hmm. and he came off the bench exclusively. It hmm. never started. Couldn't. And he shouldn't. He was a terrible starter. He was fantastic off the bench. I think we need it. And I do think it matters with matchups against Valanchunas. Wendell is a child. He's just by definition, an infant to that monster man, but against slim duck Boucher, he can kind of, he's got some weight on him. You know what I mean? Like he can kind of man up against him. Kobe, the same way. Kobe is six, five, but he's a short six, five. He's not a long, weird, like Halliburton six, five, you know, like, and I loved it. And I thought they played with right out, right, right out the gate. Wendell had three baskets. The second one was an N one. And it was Kobe finding him that first time. And the, the difference was Wendell was able to get deep position, which mm-hmm. you can't get against Valanchunas. He got these baskets because he was able to get in that position, which he physically can't do against bigger people. And that's why I loved it off the bench. And Kobe is so fun. When Kobe's good, that, that little behind the back. Oh, like, the double behind the back. Yes. Oh man. And then the yeah, little floater. It's do you, the do you think then Denzel's yelling at him in the locker room after the game for shooting a floater <laughs> in the middle of the lane? Like, that's I my mean, move. I, if I'm with Denzel, I retire and say, you're Thad and floaters <laughs> and lanes are Kobe's and Thad's. I'll just do threes. I'll be fine with it. But uh, yeah, I loved, I loved it. 
let's yeah. let's get some comments in here. Um, T. Fuller is saying we need the young guys to develop. Sato looked kind of stiff and slow. Marlon's saying, but he can't dribble and pass. I think Marlon <laughs> earlier tonight was saying watching Kobe dribble like makes me pain. Yes, um, T. Fuller is saying Sato just doesn't make a lot of mistakes. I mean, I, I think that's unfair to Kobe. Like, look, if Sato and Kobe each had three turnovers tonight. Exactly. I think on the whole this season, you'll find that Kobe's turned the ball over more because he's been starting and he's been playing mm-hmm. more minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, it's not about making mistakes. I just think, and I think tonight it was on display, Sato's court vision mm-hmm. is better than Kobe's right True. now. And I'm not saying that that's something that can't get better for Kobe down the road. But right now, Sato's court vision is better. He finds guys making cuts off the ball better. He threads needle passes better than Kobe. I mean, like, not not to nitpick it. It's more so just a funny thing. But that lob that Kobe tried to throw for Zach tonight, (laughs) where was that lob headed? Nowhere nowhere good. Nowhere close to the right direction. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like, you know, Dave, you're right in that neither is a perfect solution right now. Mm-hmm. It basically just tells us that we know that that right point guard is still not on this roster, um, yeah. which, um, you know, as somebody said in the comments, uh, not that Matt, this lineup can get us to the end of the season, but this isn't what we'll see next year. I think Bulls fans need to always keep that in perspective. I think some pretty significant roster changes are coming. No, absolutely right, Matt. Like, the whole time I was watching Sato, I kept saying to myself, like, oh, man, this just really makes me want Lonzo Ball even more. Like, that's all it kept making me do. Like, I just I I want him more and more, like, now. Because I'm seeing, like, yeah, I know – and, ooh, I know a point guard who could do that better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know a point guard who could, who could hit that a little bit differently, you know, and put a little more flavor on that or, you know, hit that pass quicker or not make that turnover right there. Like, oh, I know it's a point guard that could do that better. Um, and, yeah, like, yeah, it's, it was on full display. It was definitely on full display tonight. But the numbers between them were kind of similar. Uh, like I said, th- of course, you know, Sato didn't have, you know, as many points, like three less points. But, obviously, he's going to have more assists. You know what I'm saying? He's going to have more rebounds because he's tall and he's, he's better at that. So, yeah, it looked good. And also having Thad Young in there with him, the guy who he has the best chemistry with, you saw that on full display also, man, because Thad Young was awesome, okay? Like, the way he was running that offense from the fire position was awesome. The people he was finding. I thought he had 10 assists. I was shocked when they showed me the number of assists that he had. What was it like? What, he had uh, seven? Yeah, seven assists. Dude, I thought he had 10, like, before, like, the third quarter was over. Yeah. And, like, he was killing them, man. Like, the passes he was making and the fines he was making. He made the game easy for a lot of guys out there. That young did so. He he deserves a lot of that credit too. And I think um, you know, if you're gonna play an undersized center, if you're cho- choosing between Wendell and, and Thad, some Bulls fans and some Wendell you know believers and supporters might say, well, like which one's more important, big picture, long term? Thad Young's an aging vet. He's not gonna be here for the long haul. If we plan on keeping Wendell, like you need to develop him, but. You know, right now, if the Bulls are actually going to try to make a playoff push with this group, mm-hmm. and it seems like from any tea leaves that we can read from AK's comments before the All Star break, they want to. They want mm-hmm. to make the playoffs. One hundred percent. Bad Young, as you said, Big Dave, is a better passer than Wendell Carter Jr. right now. Better vision. He's a more efficient scorer than Wendell Carter Jr. right now, which IQ. is logical because 
Thad Young is 10 years older than Wendell mm-hmm. and had been mm-hmm. in the league for 12 years more than mm-hmm. Wendell. Like, mm-hmm. it's simple math and passing of time. I think Wendell stands need to, like, chill to be like, hey, if you want this team to be competitive, don't dig yourself a 10 to 15 point hole at the start of every game because you're trying to develop the young guys who are getting their butts handed to them by their opponents every night. If, yeah. if you are a Wendell fan, you need to hold on to him coming off the bench like grim death. Because if you want him to thrive and be the best version of himself, it needs to be against other six, nine guys. Like it's, it's, yeah. it, Unfortunately, it's that simple. It's that simple. Say this last year, yes. Like, we, we've said, it, like, 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 in, starter is it's not again. Starting isn't some award where you get like into a different Hall of Fame or you get a different championship ring than the other people. <laughs> like, it, it's fit, man. It's just fit, and it's who you going up against. Valanciunas is a monster, and they're not even that good. Like, yeah. going against Embiid, that's insane. Poor, Porzingis is 7-4 and can shoot better than Wendell. That is insane. That's insane. Yes. That's the, that, that, that that's unfair. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And so I think him coming off the bench is great because it'll be let him develop over many years. Mm-hmm. And then I guarantee you in five years he'll be a better shooter. Look, man, some people are different. As my dad would say, like, some people are different when it's when it's on them. You know what I'm saying? Like Ooh. when it's on them, like when it's on you, how do you react? And this you is know, like when the Broadway actor, music, famous musician. <laughs> so he knows. He knows. Like he's not just yeah, some dude. It, he's not some it's dude. Different, right? Your dad it's, was it's different legit. When it, when, it, when it hits you, bro, like when, or I can make it simpler. Like when the spotlight is on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when it's on you, how you how do you react? When those stage lights hit you, how do you react? How are you gonna do? Some people rise. Some people kind of you know shrivel under that. Wendell has shown you that he's not a guy who's good with it when it's on him like that. Mm-hmm. Tonight, guys, when did you see him fumble a basketball tonight? You didn't see him do that one time. Not one time. Every time he caught that ball, he knew what he wanted to do. I lost my mind. I scared my poor lovely mother because I started screaming when he got the ball and he was in the paint and said, oh, this isn't a good play. Let me move out of the paint and dribble out. Oh, I got a smaller guy, Barnes, on me. Let me turn him into the post and back him down, turn around, and shoot a fadeaway. I screamed at the top of my lungs, yes! Yes! I couldn't believe that's what he did, man. And so, yeah, like, for him to – it took him sitting on the bench to figure that simple thing out. Mm -hmm. He looked so – Confident, so just in rhythm, so like a basketball player. Like, this is the best 12. I don't care about his 27 and 12 and all that other stuff. That stuff, it looked hard. You know, this looked like easy points, easy buckets, fluid, smooth, in rhythm, consistent. Oh, it was awesome to watch. I was very excited watching him. Even in the second half, the shots that he missed were the right shots. You know, they weren't just thrown up. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. He pump faked the three and stepped inside and took it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, that simple stuff. I was so excited. But that comes because it wasn't on him anymore. He got to be free and come off the bench and just play. And he's better that way. Let him be that way, guys. Just let him be. Uh, Colin, are you saying Wendell is a made-for-TV movie? Is that That's a pretty apt comparison. A lifetime yeah, movie. You can't get all the spotlights. You can't be the lead. <laughs> 
Um, but I, I mean, honestly, he's, a, he's, he's William H. Macy. Like, right. he's great, but he's and not going to carry a movie. We're getting some Billy Donovan postgame comments rolling through Twitter right now. And here's the, the one that I just saw and love. It has nothing to do with Kobe and Wendell when he was asked about the lineup change tonight. <laughs> More about how the group as a whole is performing and looking for different combinations. And like, how often have we said that? This season was all about trying everything for the yeah. purpose of evaluation. So, yeah. but I, I like that Billy was, you know, uh, very direct in making a point to say, it's not about these young guys. I didn't bench them. I made punished. a choice to switch something yeah. up. Whereas like, you know who last year mm -hmm. very much made it sound like a punishment, you know, wow. like the nun in Blues Brothers whacking them yes. in the face with the, with the ruler. Like <laughs> that was the coach to player like attitude last season. Yeah. Billy yeah. Donovan has enough credit and respect and like admiration from players around this league to know that like all he can, all, all he has to say is I'm just trying a different look. Waddell, Kobe, great job off the bench tonight. And we'll keep that momentum going because they both responded really well. Yeah. Maybe it's a damn, I got benched and I got to go out there and play and they feel, feel confident that way. Or like you were saying, Dave, maybe it's more so like, okay, Little bit of little bit of pressure taken off, and I feel like I can thrive in a supporting role. Either yeah. way, it's nice to have a coach who conveys that message to them in a way that doesn't hurt their feelings and mess with their head more. Because yes. with Wendell, yes. especially, yes. we know that messing with his head, dude, that roller dude. coaster's never coming back. Dude, when Wendell posted. gets in his own head, game over. He's posting Instagram stories with no picture with just text like writing haikus and I'm like, just catch a basketball. Just catch a bat like <laughs> shut up. Like just shut up, dude. Like and when, it, when, it when also, life pushes you, you have to you know, just catch a freaking basketball. That's all we're asking, my man. Like we don't need you to write a journal. We're fine. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. Basketball is the one sport where all five players have access to the ball, which doesn't happen in any other sport. And it has to do with fit. Like in football, only three people can touch the ball. In baseball, only one. Like, like, it like fit matters so much, and matchups matter so much. Why? So the fact that we view starting as like some sort of promotion, like it's a job, is insane to me. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't want the because. I hate when this stuff happens too because then it it always feels like a division among Bulls Nation. You know when this stuff happens, like smart people, this side, oh, this side, oh, this, and I'm like, can we all be on the side of winning? Can we all be on the side with looking better and playing good? Like that's the side I like. I like that side. You know, that's a much better side than I'm right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm correct. I nailed it. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm wrong, or whatever. I'm like the dude. Yes, I'm one. I like that. Also, while they're still playing. We're never right and we're never wrong because mm. Wendell could turn into an amazing starter. Then would we be wrong? You know what I mean? Like it in, until if they're still doing it, there's no right or wrong. We can so only have these even, debates when they retire. Even if Wendell turns back into a starter, we're going to be talking about him as a bench player for the next 10 years. Yes. According for, to some for 10 years, for a decade. According to some people. There was a coup <laughs> two months ago and he thinks we're going to talk about Wendell in 10 years. <laughs> We lost half a million people to COVID. And he thinks we're going to be talking about Wendell Carter. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that, that's, clearly, 
that's old demons because when he as soon as he made the Ben Gordon comparison, I was like, okay, this is a, this is not about Wendell. I have not seen Dave in a year, and he thinks we're gonna be talking about Wendell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quickly, guys, before we get out of here, just have to show some serious love to the rookie Pete up tonight. Career high twenty three on some pretty efficient nine of fourteen. Um, even knocked down four of his five free throws, added six boards and four assists. Mm. This kid is a monster in the making. Mm-hmm. We know that there are changes coming to this roster. Maybe the first of those changes will happen at the trade deadline. Maybe not. Either way, this this 19-year-old, this young man, showed us everything in the arsenal tonight. And I... I, I'm going to have trouble falling asleep tonight because I'm so giddy about P-Dub. This kid is awesome. Dude, he's great. Like, And again, a lot of credit to Thad Young also because Thad was finding him all, this all game long. Like, He made it very simple for him. He made it so simple. For it, and honestly, Matt, I, I had flashbacks of Joe Kim Noah watching that. Because I was like, oh, man, what if Prime, like, Joe Keen was to sit on this one and Pat Will was doing this? Like, dude, those assist numbers would be crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what my thought was on this. But, man, Thad Young, again, like you you guys talked about, a veteran presence in there made it easier for a rookie. So he was – he Pat, we've seen that he knows where to be on the floor. He knows what to do. He's a very structured and solid 19-year-old basketball player. But, man, he made it easy. He, so many layups, so many dunks. Like you said, that that opens up and makes your free throws, you know, fit a little easier when you're shooting them. You mm-hmm. know, when you get seeing a ball go in like that, man, it just it was it looked good. It just looked good, Matt. Like you said, it looked good. It looked fun. I can't watch wait to watch his highlights again. I'm sure I'm going to go to YouTube and watch these highlights again, man. But yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, thank you, Buck Jones. Appreciate the tip, uh, John. Uh, lastly, obviously, Lamelo is getting a lot of hype right now. And justly so. This kid is crazy. He's fun. He's fun to watch. He's made the Hornets mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. If you were to play, um, you know, uh, crystal ball right now, if you were to try your best to predict the future, would you say that P-Dub has just as high of a potential ceiling as the rookie that has all NBA fans going gaga right now, LaMelo Ball? Yeah, 110%. Because someone who can guard all five positions, who can shoot and score in the paint, and someone who does – like, I've never really – I've always, like, hated the Kawhi comparisons. And this is one of the – this game where I looked at it, I was like, he, he plays like Kawhi. He plays, like, very <laughs> just, like, detached and, like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll dunk in the lane and then the next play I'll make a three and then I'll He's just He's a basketball computer. Like, yeah. in computer, the same way. Just, like, Cyborg. Yeah. Whereas like whereas like Denzel is 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 whatever the opposite of a human, I guess. <laughs> a basketball human. Like he does one good thing and he's like, I told you like he's screaming. <laughs> like I mean Pat Williams. Wait, wait, like, how is that? How do you do that? I told you. Like like I we, we didn't I mean you're fine. Like like but he, he had that amazing two handed dunk and then and then a, a baseline three within forty five seconds and I was like, Okay, that's yeah, those are two special things. And he like, has this look on his face the whole time. Yeah, sure. That's so it. he shouldn't win rookie of the year. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I, if he, whether or not – but I don't think he'll be ever be – like I think he can – Pat Williams can be special. He can be yeah. special. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think it, he, it's going to be hard, but he can do it. I'm just saying the like way, 
he has it. The way in which like Kawhi back in 2014 for that Spurs title run was still pretty young, which is like, oh yeah, no, I'm I'm Finals MVP, I'll handle this. Like like um, that moment that Giannis had when he was pretty young, and some opponent on his opponent's bench asked him when he was like standing over the sideline, how Reggie how old Evans. are you? Reggie Evans, right? Yep, and, Reggie and, Evans. And, and Giannis knew how old he was. And he was like, Damn. Damn, like that kind <laughs> of stuff. And the fact that um, uh, not that Matt in the comments saying P. Will acts like he's done this all before. That <laughs> yes. kind of Kawhi yeah. is the stuff that makes you believe he is not afraid of anything. But he's at the same time, he's humble. And all of his teammates and his coaches are calling this, this dude a sponge who just wants mm-hmm. to soak up information. He's going to mm-hmm. get so much better so quickly. And he's already a dude who looks like he belongs. He's a starter. He came in starting from the beginning, and we haven't said anything about. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, such a good point. Yeah. It, during all this mix-up, we're like, well, he'll start, right? Yeah, like, right. Right. Our, right. our our second year top ten lottery pick and our third year top ten lottery pick, who are two of the five pieces that comprised a pretty young starting lineup, have both been moved to reserve roles. And the 19-year-old rookie is still the one that we're all just like, oh, yeah, no, he's, he's and, definitely still starting. Right. And we're not like, no, no, I've never heard one person go like, well, maybe he'll have him bring him off the bench. We're like, no, he'll start. No. No, him like, and Zach. That, those are the only Zach. two things we know for That's sure, it. right? Yeah. That's it. That's it. And as soon as, like, some of us, I, even me, That's I was so like, smart. really? And I was like, especially if Otto's healthy. Otto's a vet. You're paying $28 million. He's probably better than Patrick Williams. Start Otto. And, well, that decision was made for us pretty much. But even before Otto got hurt, Donovan was like, "Yeah, no, let's let's roll with let's roll with Pete in the starting lineup." And Bullsen's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah. Guys, you you remember we saw one play in practice when they were when the Bulls were practicing, and he was up going up against Otto Porter Jr. and he bodied Otto Porter Jr. and threw him back towards the rim. We all said, "Yep, there's the starter. That's it. That's <laughs> yep. it. We're good." That's him. He's the one. That's it. Because unlike Otto, he likes playing basketball. He needs to play basketball. <laughs> right. He he prioritizes basketball above Kirkland Champagne. Dude, right. uh, Kirkland Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> it's how to rich stay rich, man. <laughs> uh, you're you're not wrong about that. All right, guys. Uh, let's get out of here and wrap up the weekend. Bulls have tomorrow off, but then the crazy schedule just keeps coming. Another back's back on deck on Tuesday and Wednesday against the Thunder and the Spurs. So, uh, two more home games, two more winnable games, uh, but the Bulls get a much-needed win tonight against the shorthanded Raptors to keep themselves flirting in that Eastern Conference playoff position. Uh, as always, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us uh, for these Bulls shows. We enjoy it. We hope you guys enjoy it, too. And a reminder, if you ever miss our Hot Mic broadcast live, you can always go back to that Bow Bulls YouTube channel and catch our archived episodes there. Or, if you want to just do the, the listening version via podcast, Go to the Bow on Bulls podcast feed wherever you get your pods, and you can find these Outcast episodes there as well. For Big Dave Watson and John Sabah, I'm Matt Pex, and thanks for hanging out, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday night and your Monday, and we'll see you all Tuesday.